listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with me, Jade Elliott, where we talk all things pregnancy, children, and parenting. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV 2 News podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health. You're listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with myself, Jade Elliott, and joined today by Natalie Lanham. You're with Intermountain Healthcare. You are a licensed clinical social worker with Intermountain, and we appreciate you being with us today. Thank you. Excited to be here. Well, we are talking about uh, something that uh, I'm I'm right in the middle of as uh, we record this, uh, how women can learn to accept and embrace their postpartum body image. I'm five weeks postpartum right now, and uh, you know, everything's different. Everything's different from my last pregnancy to this pregnancy, the body after everything changes. And we know our bodies change, of course, during pregnancy, um, because we're going to human for crying out loud. Of course. So things are going to change. Um, but things also change significantly afterwards as well. Uh, you're going to kind of walk us through how to accept, how to embrace, how to give ourselves grace, and also how to deal with uh, maybe some of the emotions that come with it. Um, talk about uh, what we can do, you know, diet exercise, of course. Um, but I think we need to start off uh, with the postpartum body myth. It is a myth, ladies. I am sorry to, to all the listeners out there right now. I am sorry to tell you that your body will not look the same as it did <laughs> before you got pregnant. It's the hard facts that we give here on Baby Your Baby. It is truly a myth. And I think that we are so hard on ourselves. We are truly, um, I think we can get in our heads and say, okay, my my body's going to be different. I'm going to be okay with that. And we go through our entire pregnancy saying, okay, I'll probably snap back or I'm going to jump back into exercise or I'm going to, you know, be fine and I'll lose the weight. We tell ourselves these things, but then when the baby comes, we're like, okay, I'll give myself a month and then I'll start working out or I'll do this. Or I'll, but we really can talk ourselves into frustration and that depression really can come immediately after you have the baby and a couple of weeks out, you know, while you're in that couple of weeks after your baby, your hormones are crazy. And we all know that we are up, we are down, we're crying for no reason. You know, we get angry at our husbands or our significant other, you know, we're mad at our moms or our dads. Um, and we do have those mood swings. Um, but clinically for, for us, when we really have that extended, when we start having those mood swings that are going maybe past those two weeks into three, four weeks, um, we're really starting to not like our bodies and really hating ourselves and not settling into, okay, this is going to take us longer. That's when we have to start looking at, okay, we've got to settle down and just take care of us and go slow. I mean, it took us nine months to <laughs> expand and grow. It's not going to snap back in a couple of weeks. Now we've got to, we've got to be more gentle on ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, over the last five weeks, I had so many plans for myself. <laughs> haven't done any of them. <laughs> Well, and I think the biggest thing I want everyone to hear right now is you have got to give your body time to heal. You've got to give yeah. yourself time to heal. Um, all of those cells in your body from a cellular level have got to just kind of rest and recover from all of the stretching, but also just the birth. 
you know, itself. I mean, that is, it's a traumatic event for your body, even though it's a joyous event, it is trauma. And so Mm -hmm. you've got to give yourself some time to just, you know, come back from that trauma. You've got to rest. You've got to hand that baby over and rest yourself and recover. And then you also have to really give yourself um, that joy and say, okay, I got this baby here, but I also need to get myself just a little bit of peace and comfort. And I've got to get myself into a place where mentally I'm okay, physically, emotionally, you know, spiritually, I'm okay. And then I'm going to make small plans for myself, but you cannot beat yourself up because then emotionally, you're going to be upside down and not be okay. Yeah, exactly. No, I've just gotten myself some good high-waisted leggings and called it a day. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But you know, the other, the other side of things that so many women are having to deal with more so I feel like now than ever is, um, you know, we've always felt pressure, whether it was pressure to get our bodies back into gear or, you know, pressure to get back to work, um, you know, whatever those social pressures might be. And now I feel like they're escalated even further because of social media. We see all of these filtered pictures every day, (laughs) up and down our feeds on Facebook and Instagram and all the things. And ladies, they are filters. (laughs) That is not reality. (laughs) (laughs) And, And we see it all the time. Yes. And so that is the number one terrible thing is I will get on, you know, we're going to post about our babies. We're going to post things, this and that. And sometimes you're going to have one or two people are going to say, Oh, I had my baby a month ago and look at me now. And you're going, Oh, that picture is a lie or whatever. But I think one of the hardest things that I have seen, you know, driving down the freeway, you're going to see these pictures. And then you're also going to see pictures of, Oh, come and get your, you know, come and have a mommy makeover, which gives you more pressure to oh, well, why don't I just go do that? That's going to be easy. But that is right. also trauma going to have another surgery to come and combat just what you did. If you had a C-section or you just had a baby, give yourself more trauma, stop, just let your body relax. You know, if you're watching things down your Facebook or Snapchat or Instagram, where people are saying, oh, I look totally flat tummy wrong. Turn that Instagram off, turn that Snapchat off for a minute and just say, I'm okay. I just need to take a little bit of time, stop the social media frenzy and let yourself be where you need to be because it is so unhealthy mentally. And that mental cycles, your physical, it cycles a depression. It makes you feel worse. It makes you feel not whole. And you know what? Your baby is going to sense that tension, that stress and that anxiety. And your baby is not going to really connect with you the way you want. You've just got to be at peace with yourself and be okay with who you are for a minute. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because yeah, we all know the filters, the leggings, the angles, they can all do wonders. <laughs> right. <laughs> and just wear black, just wear black. No, it's, <laughs> it's what I have on all black. Yeah. Right. You know, but come on. I mean, we know that that's not, it might be someone's reality and God bless them for that, <laughs> you know, but it's not mine. <laughs> I know that, you know, and we right. can't forget, you know, I mean, everyone's body is so different. Everyone's genetics are so different. Right. Uh, everyone's healing time is so different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and like you said, I mean, we've put ourselves through trauma of just giving birth, regardless of, of, you know, how that was, whether it was, you know, a C-section or, or vaginally or whatever, um, our bodies went through a lot right. over the course of labor. Um, and it already gone through a huge transition over the last nine months. Mm-hmm. So 
we have to just be able to be okay and ease ourselves into it and take care of ourselves. And I think, you know, that, that part is kind of where some of the diet and exercise can come into play. Mm -hmm. Um, not in regards to, uh, you know, a pressure for diet and exercise, but to be a healthy mom, Mm -hmm. you you have to take care of yourself. If you take the best care of your babies. Right. And I think, first of all, I want to really caution everyone when you're getting back on social media for any kind of diet and exercise regime, you will number one, jump into that immediate when you type in diet or exercise, you're going to get the quickie pills that you can take off those pounds in, you know, 30 days or less, stay away from those, you are going to get those, oh, hurry, jump on and exercise with me combos that you're going to learn, you know, lose all those pounds in time for spring and summer, stop. The best thing you can do, I want you to remember again, is that we took nine months or longer, especially if you were on any kind of medications to help you get pregnant, it took longer to, you know, gain the right amount of fat to get pregnant, to really take care of yourself to do that. So the time that it took to get pregnant is the time that it's going to take to exercise it off and to also get healthy again. So you need to do that time off, you know, time on time on time off. So you need to give yourself a good year to really be super fit where you want to be again. And with that kind of, you know, 50, 50 challenge for yourself, do something small, like start walking, do things nice to yourself. And that way you're not going to have ligament damage, muscle damage. You're not going to overwork yourself, start slow. So you might want to start with something that's lower impact, like walking, swimming, you know, doing something with a friend, have a little bit of a challenge with your diet, do clean eating. Don't do something, you know, crazy, like, Oh, let's go on an all protein diet, or let's do an all lettuce diet, or, you know, I'm just going to do an all fluid diet. Again, (laughs) anything you do like that is going to stress your baby and you want your baby to stay connected with you. So you want to stay as balanced as possible. So just eat, um, a little bit of everything. And remember that little lovely triangle diet that we learned, you know, in elementary school, you want to eat a little bit of everything. And if you want any kind of help um, at all, Intermountain Healthcare has help with nutritionists who can really um, teach you different balanced diets that can help you. And also your physician would gladly help you with any kind of nutrition and balance that is going to be perfect for you and for your body type. So it's not jump on the internet and look, talk to your physician, talk to your OBGYN, because they will know your body better than anyone else. And then can really recommend what's best for you. And especially if you're breastfeeding too, and you have to take that into account. You know, when we talk about, you know, diet and exercise and weight loss and things like that, we always, we always talk about, you know, calories in calories out kind of idea. Well, when you're breastfeeding, whether, you know, you're just breastfeeding to, you know, try to supplement also with formula or you're solely breastfeeding or you're able to do it once a day or pumping, whatever that looks like for you, that is still taking a huge toll, not only on your hormones, but also on your health and wellness. I mean, the calories that you're burning while doing that, you Uh have to put those back into your body to have the energy to get on with your day and to continue to breastfeed. Right. And you also have to remember to stay hydrated. We're moving into Mm -hmm. spring and 
summer months. And so it's not just water, ladies. It has to be um, fat related. As you're intaking some fat, you have to remember to take in those fat calories and you have to remember to take in your protein and hydration. So again, please talk to, talk to your lactational counselor. You know, make sure you're taking in the proper amount of nutrients. Even if you're only breastfeeding once a day and either you're pumping or you're supplementing, you have got to make sure that your body has the right amount of fat nutrients to be giving your baby. And your baby eats what you eat. Remember that. And so if you're all of a sudden just doing an all liquid diet, you're poor baby. So you right. <laughs> have to make sure you're feeding your baby something that's yummy and calming as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, a lot of it can be goal setting. You know, like you said, it took us nine months to get here. It's going to take us nine months, you know, at least to kind of get back. And so set some healthy goals for yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't just, you know, don't just think about the fads and, oh, I'm going to take those pills. And I'm going to be good. Or I'm going to get that mommy makeover and be good. You know, positive goals that you can see progress with. Right. And I love goal setting because as long as you think about it as being realistic. So I love to set like a, you know, a one month, a three month, a five month, and then a year goal. So I said, okay, for my one month goal, I'm just going to walk, you know, I'm going to get going. And then for my three month goal, maybe I'll do cross training. So I'm going to walk and I hate swimming, but you know what? I'm going to get my body in that pool, even though I'm not looking as good as I want. And then I'm going to do a little bit of running maybe toward my five month goal. I'm going to feel a little bit better that way. Now, so you kind of are cross training and getting some fun things in there. And then I'll dare go with a friend, you know, maybe I have a friend who's a runner and I'm not quite a runner, but by five months, Hey, I maybe can go with her a little bit and I'll feel good about myself. If you do those things and you set those little goals for yourself, it actually will really improve your self-esteem. And when I say go with a friend, talk it over with someone else so that you kind of have yeah. championed yourself. Never, never talk negatively about your goals. I mean, you're coming, oh, dang it, I didn't do that. Turn it around and say, okay, today I did half of this. Tomorrow, I'm going to try maybe three quarters of this or whatever. Make it positive. And then, like I said, get a partner. Partners are always good. Um, don't partner with your husband because they're always crazy. Um, try to <laughs> I always say female support is great. I'm just kidding about the husbands. Some husbands are really go-getters and stuff, and they are really good enforcers of things. But if they're driving you crazy, just um, tell them you'll go on Saturdays with them and then get a girlfriend who's supportive. Um, And then again, please, please, please be patient because sometimes you have days you have super bursts of energy and you feel really good. And the next day you are so tired. You are just Mm -hmm. going to Netflix and it's okay. Yeah. Or you're at work and you're like, I can walk around the building today and that's it. Give yourself credit for just that walk around the building and it's okay. You know, again, you're healing. Well, yeah. And you say, you know, set those goals and you have to remember that everyone's goals are going to look different. Mm -hmm. You know, you said that one month, okay, I'm going to start walking. Well, girlfriend, if that one month just means like, you're finally going to leave the house, (laughs) that's fine too. You know, (laughs) if that's your one month goal. I'm going to put real pants on and leave the house. That's my one month goal, you know? (laughs) So everyone's goals can look different (laughs) and that's okay. Right. Exactly. And please don't be afraid to buy. I think we talk about this in a little bit too, but please do not be afraid to buy pants or clothes that fit you now. Do not 
sit those clothes that fit you when you were in high school in your closet and say, I'm going to get back there. You're not going to get back there. Your body's changed. So get exactly clothes that fit you now and enjoy them. And you know what? It's so important just to feel good in clothes that you're wearing. And I don't care if they're yes. your pants. I don't care if they're your maternity pants that are fitting and feeling good. It doesn't matter. Nobody knows, you know, they're not glowing in the dark. Just put right. them on and feel good about you. So that's a big yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because it is so true. I mean, if you put something on that you feel so uncomfortable in and you feel like everything is moving and showing that is going to impact your psyche and your emotion and your hormones so much, Mm -hmm. put something on that you feel good in, put something on that fits that you are comfortable in, uh, whether you're leaving the house or not, you know, you want to be comfortable and, you know, flexible and being able to move and do all the things that you have to do as a mom, whether you, it's your first baby or, or your fifth. Exactly. Um, and, uh, I had one girlfriend, um, who, you know, thought that I, I want to feel comfortable in what I'm wearing, but she didn't love the size that she was. She'd mm-hmm. never been that size before. And so she knew that the size she had been, wasn't going to be a, a realistic goal anytime soon. And so she just started cutting the tags out of all the clothes that she was buying so that she didn't even have to look at the number, but Mm -hmm. she knew the clothes fit and that helped her her psyche. That made her feel better. And I thought, you know what? I like that because who cares? Who cares what size it is? As long as we feel good and we can't compare ourselves because, you know, when it comes to weight, like numbers are so skewed. I could be the same weight as another person and look completely different and think, well, why don't I look like that? Yeah. We're the it, same weight. It's so true. And I think if, as long as you make it yours, you can make it yours and feel good about it. Yeah, exactly. And that kind of comes with, you know, like affirmations and making sure we're giving ourselves that grace and positive affirmations. Like you said, if all I can do today is walk around the building, girl, you go walk yeah. around that building and feel good about it. Yep. It's so true. Yep. And you just have to give yourself your own positive affirmations because a lot of it then can go into, you know, that postpartum mental health and, you know, postpartum, um, disorders and, you know, feeling negative, feeling depressed. And that's the last thing that we want for anyone. Our, our hormones and emotions, like you mentioned, are already so escalated. We don't need to add more to that. Right. And like I said before, um, postpartum blues, we call them the blues because they typically last about two weeks. But when you see things and your your depression um, starts swinging a little bit more severely, um, where it is a severe mood swing, you have a lot more difficulty bonding with your baby where you don't want to hold your baby, but you would rather put your baby down and just leave them in the crib. Um, you're feeling super, super fatigued. Um, you have a reduced interest in your regularly enjoyable activities, like being around your family or friends, you'd rather hang out in your bedroom. You're starting to feel really hopeless about things. You're feeling guilty or inadequate. You're having a hard time making decisions. You're having panic attacks or a lot of anxiety, especially about going outside or anywhere, even to the store. Um, And then maybe even moving to thoughts of harming yourself, um, suicidal ideation or the baby. Um, This is what we call, moving from postpartum, you know, just a regular blues to postpartum depression. And 
any of those things that I just mentioned really need to be directed to your physician immediately. Um, this happens so much more than people realize um, and is not addressed enough because I think women get really scared to mention that those things mm -hmm. are going on, but it's a combination of the depression and your hormones are still really up and down and your physician can help you address them immediately. Clinicians are here and we're available to help and talk about those things. And it is, I don't want women to be afraid that that's happening. It is a combination again of those hormones, depression, anxiety, and, and we can help. We're here to talk about it. And I just want women to know you're not alone. There are right. so many people out there who have this happening and you, and shutting up in your room and not talking to anyone won't help you. We're here to help. Yeah, absolutely. And we, uh, we've touched on postpartum depression uh, in so many different ways on our baby or baby podcast. So you know, if we have any listeners who want to learn more about that, or think that they might be struggling with that, or a friend or a family member, we have so many podcasts that you can listen to as well. And like you mentioned, reach out immediately to your healthcare provider, talk to your friends, there are support groups, you are like you said, you're not alone, you're not on an island when it comes to this, there are so many women and men yes. that go that go through these feelings and emotions. Yeah. And I think it's important just to really, um, just quickly mention the men. Um, I don't think that people think very much about the dads who go through this, um, but dads do too. It's an overwhelm for them. It is, um, they all of a sudden realize, oh my gosh, I've got to take care of this baby and my wife. I've got to jump in and do more. And sometimes they'll overwhelm themselves um, with the responsibility and it becomes really big and you will see guys isolate. You'll see guys get sick to their stomachs, nauseated. You'll see them, you know, go to work and then come home and then isolate. You'll see some of the same things too. So um, yeah. A lot of times families will see a change in their husbands um, and not understand why they don't want to attach to the baby. And it really is postpartum depression for guys. So yeah. same goes for the men. There's also therapists who really work with men in this disorder and help them bond with their baby and with the whole process as well. So please don't be afraid to go and try to get help with the dads. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and all of that kind of leads back to, you know, of course, we talk a lot about women and, and their experiences and stuff, but, you know, dads too. Um, self-care, you know, uh -huh. self-care is vital, not just for moms, but for dads as well. Um, but you know, for moms in, you know, in particular, as we talk about this, because we feel like we have to do it all, right? We feel like we're the ones that constantly have to say yes. And we constantly have to do it regardless of how wonderful our partner is and how helpful our partner is. We still feel like we have to take it all on and we forget about taking care of ourselves because we take care of everything else. Right. So, I mean, we, one of the things I do with my moms is I want you guys to think about 10 little buckets. Um, and what happens is when we have babies, we get really, really driven into one little line where, oh my gosh, it's my baby. I've got to do my baby, nothing but my baby. I get up with my baby. I go to bed with my baby. I don't want to roll over on my baby. I have to be on my baby. I can't take care of myself anymore. So I want you guys to think about 10 little buckets and they are psychological bucket, social bucket, emotional bucket, mental bucket, spiritual bucket, familial bucket, financial bucket, physical, educational, and personal bucket. And if I give you guys four marbles, you have to fill these buckets. You get up in the morning, you cannot do 10 buckets with four marbles. <laughs> so you have to choose one of those buckets. But by the end of the week, if every day I'm giving you four marbles, and you can put a marble in one of those buckets every day, by the end of the week, you should be able to fill buckets. And what that does is it gives you and makes you more well balanced. If you just keep putting all of those marbles in the family bucket, which would be the baby bucket, 
you're going to tip that entire teeter totter over a bucket and you're going to spill all your marbles out and lose your marbles. <laughs> so if you focus on that family bucket and that baby all the time, you're going to lose your marbles. Mm -hmm. Right. So you have to take time for yourself, your personal, your own educational, your own, you know, physical care, your own spiritual care, which might be just meditating. It might be going for a walk in the mountains. It might be something, but that's where self-care comes in with all yeah. the buckets that I talked about. Take some time to read, take some time to go visit your mom, take some time to just go work out or just do something physical. I mean, go sit yeah. by yourself do something like that. But moms do not take time. I heard that baby cry. Moms yeah. do not take that time to do anything except for focus on your baby. And you know what happens? You lose out on all other nine buckets that are going to make you a balanced you. So oh, yeah, absolutely. Put your marbles in all different places, even though that baby is going to be wearing you out. You need to make sure that you hand that baby bucket over to somebody else for a minute and choose a different bucket for yourself to keep yourself balanced. Yeah. As of right now, I've handed that bucket over to my six-year-old who's home on break. He's doing this fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I put my marble in this bucket. <laughs> I just want people to remember that even though that baby is really feels like your main priority, if you don't take care of yourself first, and put that oxygen mask on first, you can't take care of anyone's health. So you've got to take care of yourself first. You really do. Yeah, absolutely. And all of you guys at Intermountain, you guys have so many resources. Um, you have your behavioral health and women's health services, all that information, of course, up on the website, uh -huh. uh, intermountainhealth.org, which is a just a vast form of information. So I, I encourage people to visit uh, your site as well. Thank you. Yeah, well, I, yeah, absolutely. So helpful. I so appreciate your time today. Natalie Lanham with Intermountain Healthcare, licensed clinical social worker, talking about how to accept and embrace that postpartum body. Ladies, we can all do it together. Thanks for being with us. Uh, you bet. And that concludes this episode of the Baby Your Baby podcast. Thanks for joining me, Jade Elliott, and our guest for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic that you'd like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.